0: And welcome back to another episode of These Are the Voyages. I'm the captain, Captain Chase McKinney, and joining me once again for more of that there stroll down good old memory lane, my dear friends, Lieutenant Commander Eric and Lieutenant Commander David. What's up, gents?
1: Not much. How's it going?
0: Man, it has been like, it's been a week. It's just, it's been one of those weeks. And I feel like I said that last time, but it's been a week. Can you
2: have like? It uh has in fact been one week.
0: Mm. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Our mathematician—he can do math. (laughs) (laughs) Captain
1: Obvious.
0: Wow, you've been promoted. How did you skip two (laughs) ranks?
1: (laughs) Maybe Captain Obvious is more of a ceremonial rank.
0: Mm -hmm. Is the—is it the USS Lollipop? Is it a good ship, Eric? No. It's not a good ship.
2: It's it's whatever is below a Cali class. Lord have mercy.
0: <laughs> all right, well everyone knows that I've had a week, so <laughs> it's off the rails. I feel like I need to restart this whole thing. Okay, all right. How about that blooper episode coming in December, huh? Huh? <laughs> Made up of like a <laughs> listener's <laughs> choice for best rambles. We should that should be a thing best rambles episode four hours of non-stop rambles
2: <laughs> i i remember we rambled one time about like um uh boy bands right you yeah. talked about how you went into like your basement and you did the choreography for, yeah or it might not have been in your basement but you did the choreography yeah for a family member or something and i was like five of us in school you know did the Backstreet Boys. like We each had a part, right? Uh-huh. We sang it, yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember somebody commented, like, best ramble ever. <laughs>
1: and I probably called you a bunch of nerds. <clears throat> yeah. And
0: here you are, crossing the streams with that star something in this Star Trek nerd.
1: Yeah. You got me
2: this shirt. It was a nice shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I I after we went we went out on Saturday, um, it was my brother's birthday and uh, the four of us, my Raquel and I, and then Sean and his wife. We went out, and then they had to go home right because they had to get up in the morning to take care of their children, right? They couldn't stay out all night. Yeah,
0: that's a yeah. thing apparently. Yeah, that's that's the thing.
2: <laughs> that's a thing. Chase knows. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I so Raquel and I went out to karaoke afterwards, and and yeah, she said the only the only way that she'll go is if I if I sing a song, and I sang, I want it that way. Yes, yes. Oh. And I don't need no words on the karaoke screen. To sing that song. <laughs> I don't need no words. I got this. I don't need. I don't need it. I know the words.
0: <laughs> I all y'all in Listener Land, I have con, I have visually confirmed this. Um when he came to the station and uh back back at the beginning of the year. I can I can confirm this that Eric don't need no words.
2: <laughs> nope.
0: Now maybe some other people do, but not what's Eric.
2: Your go-to, what's your go to what's your go to karaoke song, Chase?
0: Um just to so it's kind of a joke, but girls just want to have fun.
2: Oh. And you, David.
1: Uh, all right, <laughs> all right. So I think I'm gonna have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I see is next week, <laughs> 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 or not? Now there.
0: So let me, let me. So to save David, maybe from this, um, back. I want to say it had to have been in our college years, Eric. Um, there were some some uh, folks that I hung out with. And I don't know. It, y'all might remember this, but some of our listeners probably don't. There was a video game called Karaoke Revolution. And it was like a spinoff of Dance Dance Revolution. And you had like... Um, I think it was like some kind of pseudo microphone that you hooked up to your console. And one of them, like one, one of the songs was girls just want to have fun. And, uh, my friend, uh, Kevin, uh, which Eric might remember Kevin. I won't say his last name, but anyway, Kevin, he, um, he was able to like do the falsetto so well and like hit all the right, like, you know, peaks or whatever to like get like a stellar score on girls just want to have fun so after that it just became like this like goof between like the pair of us of like who could get the better score on girls just want to have fun like with our falsetto um, and it was always him but um, I, I would probably always go with some kind of like Backstreet Boys or like an sync kind of song or, or any Disney for
2: that
1: matter so no, see the, the right answer is don't stop
0: believing that's a great one
2: just throw yeah. in Yeah. I'm I'm convinced that every white American man knows the words to that song. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> So fun story. Um, the McDonalds I used to work in um, we the the boss was away and we could not stand the manager. Like she was like I think she's like a direct relative of like Satan himself or something. And they were gone and it was great because it was like, I never worked like in the afternoon, like like lunchtime or whatever. I was always like two or three o'clock onward or like morning shift. And we just randomly started singing, Don't Stop Believing," and like the whole crew, including like the kitchen, and it got so contagious that like the people in the lobby started singing it with us too so we had the entire restaurant at the hill no the the Grand grand blank road hill road whatever the hill road mcdonald's that i worked at grand blank road mcdonald's that i worked at singing don't stop believing and it was crazy it was it was so much fun and that's the show
1: (laughs) and that's the show
0: Okay, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to uh, let us know your thoughts, we'd love to hear it. Nope. Hailing frequencies. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So everyone else, um, any any other just like real updates besides karaoke and not need no words?
1: David's like, why did I? Why am I here? Nah, it's it's been a relatively boring week. I, Good. I have I have nothing to contribute. Last weekend got just everything was backwards. You know, plans were made and all of said plans were then not followed through on. So, uh, yeah. Good. Nothing, nothing much going on here. Good. Okay.
0: Well, you know what what um, did happen last weekend? We had some Star Trek news, guys, that came out of uh, San Diego. Uh, some of which... Um, I believe it's pronounced San Diego. San Diego, yes. It um, has to do with something with a whale, I believe. That's all I know. Something about a whale. Anyway. Old
1: references. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, we have, a, we have a good bit of news. Um, Lower Decks is still coming out on August 25th, 10 episodes. And uh, we uh, were led to believe that um, Prodigy is going to be coming out around October and should be finishing up around um, end of Christmas, or like around Christmas time first of the year. So um, that's exciting. But we also got some news about lower decks, um, as well as um, uh, Star Trek Picard. Um, so with lower decks, I don't know if David is aware of this or if he's read it anywhere on the internets. but um, there's going to be a crossover with uh, Lower Decks and Strange New Worlds,
2: which makes no sense because those are over a hundred years apart.
0: You know that means. Are they? You know what that means? Time travel. David's favorite thing. Or a holodeck, I, I'm sorry,
2: that's a dumb idea. I I hate this idea. I know some people are going to love it, and if you love it, love it, right? I'm not here to tell you don't love it, but I think it's a terrible idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the way that um, I believe it's it was reported that we're going to be getting a live-action uh, Boimler and Mariner showing up on Pike's Enterprise. So, not too sure how that's going to work, uh, unless there's like some, you know, Klingon time crystal weird shenanigan stuff going on.
2: But Slingshot yeah. shot maneuver around the sun.
0: Yeah, to either go fast or back in time or forward in time. One of the, one of the three, you know? Um, but yeah, like, we're dealing with like seven years pre those old scientists and, you know, like what? Seven three? years
2: post Voyager. Yeah.
0: So, we're yeah, we're in like this like these two weird times. I don't know, I don't know. But you know what? Whatever happens, happens, and um, I'm just ready for more strange new worlds. That's just me. And um, it, I mean, there, I've heard I've heard some chatter that this particular episode that they're kind of talking about like with the uh, Lower Decks and Strange New Worlds episode that it's probably going to be like the comedy episode of the season much in the same way that um, the Elysian Kingdom was for season one so it might I mean it might be just a good one-off type of thing um, but I know there's been like on the ready room like with Will Wheaton and stuff there's been like these seemingly recurrent questions of like are there going to be crossovers? And I think Kurtzman's been kind of tight-lipped, but he's kind of, like, done, like, the silent nod type of thing. And, well, here we are with said crossover. Um, I don't know, like, besides Lower Decks and Strange New Worlds, like, guys, are there, like, other crossovers that you would hope to have in this era of Star Trek? Uh,
1: No. No. Okay. No. I feel I want my
2: shows to stand on their own. I mean, if you
1: had stuff that was closer in time, Mm -hmm. like linear time-wise, you could see that. Like, you know, Picard shows up on the first episode of DS9. Okay, cool. I mean, I get that. That makes sense.
2: But, uh... I mean, mean, Tom Paris showed up on an episode of Lower Decks. There you go. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's technically a crossover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, even, you know, when we were in the the 90s, like, heyday of of Star Trek, right, like, we, we had stories, like, running parallel, but there wasn't, like, much in the way of crossover except for, you know, like, a random one-off, which I wouldn't even call really much of a crossover, like, you know, uh, Riker showing up, like, Thomas Riker, right? Showing up on Deep Space Nine or Q showing up on Voyager or Deep Space Nine, and then well, of course, there's... and the, like the handing off, the passing of the baton, like in each of like the like series premieres, like with emissary and uh, caretaker.
2: No, there, there's a two part episode in season six of Next Generation called Birthright, where they go back to Deep Space Nine and <clears throat> Data and uh, Dr. Bashir like an experiment together because Data's discovering his like dream programs. Mm-hmm.
0: That, yeah, that that one too, yeah.
2: That's a crossover.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it would be, I, I don't know, it would be kind of weird like if, you know, uh, was it Paul Wesley? Is that the guy that's playing the Kirk, playing Kirk now? It'd be kind of weird if Paul Wesley somehow ended up on discovery, right? Like 900 years in the future like doing more time travel wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Can
2: we not do that. <laughs> can we just not
0: do that, please. Can we just please. do Star Trek? Can we can we just Star I mean, Trek?
2: I mean, I could see some weird thing where like Michael Burnham goes back in time to like Okay. Stop Spock or from doing something on like a Strange New Worlds episode, like a strange, oh, right. a weird Discovery Strange New Worlds crossover. Okay.
1: <laughs> David's like, I,
0: I want nothing to do with this.
1: I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine without any of this.
0: Man. <sighs> well, apart so apart from um, the, that news of the crossover. We did get the teaser for Picard Season 3, which we know is going to be the final season of Picard. And uh, we, were, we watched it just prior to, you know, hitting and go and going fast and stuff like there and, and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, so we have the next-gen cast back, which we knew, um, based on an earlier teaser, the pre-teaser teaser, uh, and even though Brent Spiner's in it, he's not in the teaser. Hmm. Hmm. But some things that are interesting, kind of, is uh, in the teaser we we see Jordy, who is a Commodore, and he's a daddy. He's someone's daddy, which I believe his real-life daughter Mika is actually going to be playing his daughter in the show. And um, if you're eagle-eyed, you would also see that Worf is a captain now, which apparently he has sacrificed some stuff to be here for it. So, Eric, quick, use your, your memory. What was the episode where Cisco was like, you know, you're probably never going to make captain because of this?
2: <clears throat> um, it's called uh, Change of Heart. Where Jedzia and Worf go on a mission together mm-hmm. to like rescue a Cardassian defector, but Jedzia gets hurt and Worf decides not to go on with the mission and bring Jedzia home instead Aww. of, and then the defector ends up being caught and killed.
0: <clears throat> well, yeah. well, Cisco, guess what? Your boy did it. <laughs> Your boy did it. Worf's a captain now, and um, not only that, but um, in some of the interviews. Two, um, there are apparently multiple enterprises that are going to be visited. So the rumor going around is that we're going to be, you know checking out, um, either revisiting completely the D and the E. Um, and then there's also a rumor that the enterprise F is going to be making an appearance. It hasn't been completely ruled out by uh, Terry Matlas, but um, according to Star Trek Online, uh, that ship, the Enterprise F, didn't actually um, go into service until 2409, and um, as we know, we're we are in 2401, at least in Picard season two, and I believe this takes place a year to two years following season two. So we're looking at a, you know, 2403 or four, by the time season three is coming around. But you know, they don't necessarily have to follow Star Trek online, but um, I know a lot of. There's been some chatter about, like, if the F does show up, then it's kind of going against um, the, the online game. So, I don't know. Do y'all want to see a new version of the Enterprise? Do you want to see old Enterprises? Like, what do you want? I kind of know. I have an idea where Eric. What do you feels, want? What do you want, guys? Tell me. Use your words, please. Or don't. No, don't give me that look. Eric. I
2: mean, like.
0: Don't give me that look.
2: I was going to save this for the end of this discussion, but you're bringing it up now. The writers and the producers of Star Trek Picard are essentially admitting that the characters they created for this show were not worth a damn. Mm. That's, That's what they're doing. Like, when this show was originally, like, you know, announced... It was said, this is not going to be the Next Generation Season 8. This is some to be something different. And I remember distinctly on the ready room, there was an interview with with Patrick Stewart where he said he had agreed to do this role, to do this show, and he took, like, the entire cast out. Frakes, Burton, Dorn, um, McFadden. He took them all out to dinner, and he said... I am doing. I am bringing Jean-Luc Picard back, and I am doing this show. None of you are going to be in it, because this is something different. But now the writers are basically admitting the characters they created. Who look? They're all leaving. Rios is le- his leaving. Girardi is leaving. Elnor is leaving. Um, uh, Soji. She's gone, right? She wasn't even in season two, right? She had a, a, a hot minute cameo in episode one, right? And Issa Briones is gone from the show. The only the only character that's still around is is Rafi, and so they're basically admitting all these characters were created sucked, and let's just move on, and like they're admitting defeat, and that's that's kind of what I don't like about this show Picard and this season in particular because our characters were basically worthless
1: well I mean there there's a lot of that where you know you take a chance try something new um, and maybe it doesn't work out I am somewhat more perturbed by Picard essentially going back to the well than, say, Discovery. Because how many jokes have we made about not knowing who the hell is who in that series? But, like, I mean, I liked Rios. Mm-hmm. I liked him more after we read the book. Um, you
2: know, Rafi's okay. But, like, did Get Rios have anything to do this season? Like, honestly. Well... Did well, he this, have this anything season, to
1: yeah. do? I mean, this season was a little bit of a... Oh, we'll talk about it, right? We'll talk about that season. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, it, it, they, they did kind of flush it, it seems like. But, well, I guess the big question is, do you want to see the reunion? I mean, does that excite either of you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but if that's what you were going to do... Do it from the beginning. Like, do it right away. I'll
1: tell you, for me, it it just all depends on what they do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because effectively, I mean, if this is going to be the last season, that means it's going to be like one of those last rides. Right? I don't necessarily always like last ride things. I kind of like it to be like, just at the end, it's just like, okay, so let's go, let's go. Mm -hmm. And you just end. And it just sort of hangs
2: on it, oh, kind of the way, stuff. kind of the way all good things ended. No, Eric. It's just like, hey, things. here's here's a mission, <laughs> a big mission, but yes, I like that. Hey, life goes on. We got more adventures, you know. Yeah, but
1: it, but I mean, just just the, the the vibe of the show feels like it'll be just sort of last ride stuff. But I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know if I'm so excited about it. I I don't, cause I. I I mean what, what what are you gonna what are you gonna do? I mean so much of Picard and Discovery has been about some big bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't I'm I'm a little tired with big bad. Th- That's why I like Strange New Worlds so much cuz it's not just like one big bad season-wide thing.
2: Yeah, but like what what could be the thing that gets the band back together, right? So to speak. It has to be like a big thing, right?
0: Do you think it's going to be All Good Things Part 2? Do
2: you think it's going to have anything to do with the the little anomaly shooting thing at, that we saw at the end of Season 2? Oh my god. Get it. <laughs> what?
1: Shoot tachyons in it. Screw it. That'd be hilarious,
2: actually. If that winds up being what it is... Whoo. Well, I mean, they got to do something with that, right? They can't just, yeah. like, here's this massive tear in space that shot out some big thing, and I think it's there. The Borg are now protecting it.
1: Uh-huh. I mean,
2: <laughs> hey, you remember that thing we dealt with, like, years ago?
1: It's back!
0: <laughs> I think however Picard ends up ending that was weird um Rios and everyone that's not the main cast is going to end up in like the series finale they have to because why not
1: well they left Rios behind
0: I know yeah. but they're gonna they're gonna figure out a way to bring Rios back and Jurati is a Borg the Borg queen I know she's Robocop that's what she is who wore it better Robocop Robocop
2: or Jurati I'm just saying But the Peter Weller version, not the the the, the Robocop three version. <laughs> True. <laughs> right? They recast him in Robo- yeah. Robocop three.
0: All right. Well. So that's that's some of the news that's been coming out, and um, so yeah, like with uh, with Lower Decks coming out um, August twenty fifth. And um, knowing that Paramount Plus is probably going to want to keep subscribers as long as they can, um, if we kind of like extrapolate some things, we're looking at like probably October 29th thereabouts that uh, prodigy will come out. And then if we if I were a betting man, I'd probably guess that um, it'd probably be around uh, MLK day when Picard season 3 comes out um, and potentially if they decide to get, like all filming and post done on Discovery might be looking at like a spring for uh, Discovery and then kind of a May again for um, Strange New Worlds. So that's my guess. But um, I'm hoping that when we get to Star Trek Day in September of 2022, that um, we'll have more defined release dates, air quotes, right? Kind of like we did last year. So other than that, I got nothing else. Y'all want to talk? Retrospective on Picard? Do it. Let's do it. it.
2: We've already kind of been doing it. I feel like you probably already have an idea of how we feel. (laughs)
1: Here we go, guys. Here we go. It's so great. It's great. It's good stuff. It's fantastic. Super. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: All right, gang. Well, um, like we've been doing the last few weeks, we are going into the archives. We're, We're going into the vault to talk about the second season of Star Trek Picard. Um, and as we do, we'll talk about like what we thought like some of the overall themes were what we liked, what we weren't too crazy about. and then eventually we'll get to um, you know our ratings and how we would rate the season now that we were um, somewhat removed from it for the most part. So that being said, guys, Picard season 2, this premiered back in March. So March 3rd, 2022, episode one the Stargazer premiered. And I remember we, I remember us talking about this and that it was like, wow, it
2: came out of the gate, came out of the gate hot.
0: Oh my gosh. Did it. (laughs) And like, it was gorgeous. Like, especially like seeing the stargazer, um, in that particular episode, but not, not to get too far, far ahead. When we think about Picard season two, right. And we're, we're kind of removed from it by just a few months, a few short months. Um, what would you think in terms of, like, overall themes for this particular series um, in this particular time period?
2: Well, the theme is, I guess, I guess this is the theme. It gets kind of muddled. Um, Boy, doesn't it. <laughs> but, like, like, forgiving yourself, I guess? Like, I mean... In a sense, when you're a when you're a child, and then Patrick Stewart said this, like your memory is not perfect, and you're an unreliable narrator, and sometimes you don't remember things correctly, and so you, you can children a lot of times end up blaming themselves for things that really aren't their fault, and that can that can affect them later in life. And I guess we were on like a journey to for Picard to forgive himself. Mm-hmm. Like for blame for blaming himself for what happened to his mother, and her her suicide and her death, um, and he's absolved himself. That's the word that Q uses at the end. You know, you absolved yourself, and now, you know, you're re- you, you're ready to love you yourself, and you're ready to be loved. I guess that and that was the other theme, like man in that first episode when you rewatch it the theme of love is all through that episode like man is it like uh Laris and Picard have a big talk about love obviously Guinan and Picard have a big talk about love but like Rafi and Picard have a have a conversation about love as well like man like just like allowing yourself to be loved and allowing yourself to love like I think that is, is one of that's, I guess that's what Q wanted at the end of all of this is like for Picard to like open himself up to be loved. Like why we had to go through all of this to get to there. I'm not sure, but that's kind of, that's my takeaway for themes.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that that's pretty, pretty well, pretty well put there um i would also say just sort of the simplicity of the universe you know how, how we we perceive our daily lives or you know the universe as a whole is very complicated but a lot of times you can drill things down to very base base ideals emotions and i think um I kind of wish there would have been maybe more of a focus on Q because really this is in in a way more of a uh, kind of like a last, last attempt to show Picard past his own kind of like mortal lock and showing him that the universe is far more simple than perhaps what we think it is and that in your waning time... All you need is love, man.
2: So John Lennon, very smart man. Shout out <laughs> to very tragic. Very tragic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh but um yeah, Love, forgiveness, um, and perhaps the ideal that uh the idea that uh the the universe is, is much smaller and less complicated than than what we think it is.
0: Yeah. I think the, the theme that really stands out to me is maybe a little bit of a carryover even from season one in a way and that's just compassion, right? Like compassion for yourself, compassion for others. I think you see that, you know, of course, like with Picard, and his relationship with self, like in in like a literal way, like how he looks, at, reexamines his childhood and how he looks at himself now as a result. Um, even with um, like uh, like Rios, um, as he like goes into the past and um, you know his relationship with uh, the doctor, um, I think in a way. And even like the the development that um, Jurati and the Boar Queen even though that's kind of like a cat-and-mouse kind of thing just like you know we had the compassion that Picard had towards the XBs last season and I, see, I think we get like a little bit of a continuation of that uh, from a different perspective with Jurati and a little bit with Picard too at the very end so um, I'd say I mean I I'd agree with all these statements but I'd also say compassion is like certainly a a theme that's kind of on display uh this season in my opinion so um any other any other themes that are kind of coming to mind as we talk about this
2: i mean i guess like you could say there's this theme about um how do i say this without like maybe offending some people
0: um Mm, red alert and like no. that you've already offended people.
2: <laughs> no, like like this idea of like climate change, right? I think is something that that is definitely the intentional here, like human beings in this confederation, like alternate timeline have essentially destroyed the atmosphere and have like destroyed the planet and they need the like what the some safety Shield net thing over it that apparently Adam Sung created and built because he's got the same uh, thing in his little compound. <clears throat> and when they first go back in time, like Seven says, it's starting here. It's already happening. They're they're ruining the planet and how much of a slippery slope this is. And I think, I think that is something that was intentional that the writers did to talk about. You know we have to save and protect our planet. That's a theme that that is in the show.
1: Oh boy, well, Chase, you want to talk about the rest of the themes, the themes that we don't want to talk about?
0: <laughs> if you want to uh, tweet Eric, it's no, like I mean it, Commander Beardmeister, it, on Twitter.
1: I'll ju- I'll just tack on this. There was definitely an element of social justice in yeah. several different forms. Um, whether that's a reality or a perception or an exaggeration for this timeline, because we even kind of like had the thought where maybe this timeline is a bit more exaggerated because it leads up to, you know, the eventual future uh, that they saw. So perhaps there's some exaggeration there for more dramatic effect. But they definitely use this season to showcase a lot of the issues that are um, pop, more popular today, more talked about, more in the news and so forth. So whether you like that or not, it was certainly there. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I guess moving right along. Um, when we when we think about this season, um, both you know in our original uh, week by week uh, experience of it, and even rewatching it, however we might have rewatched it, um, looking back, you know, what do we what do we like? Like, what did we like about this particular season of Star Trek: Picard?
2: Well, I really like the first episode. Okay. It it was it was very well done. It, listen, we said it. This is the way you do a teaser, right? Like <laughs> you like, in media res, in the action, and it's like thirty seconds or a minute. Boom, roll credits. And then okay, now forty eight hours earlier. But no, the the first episode is fantastic, and I think the speech Picard gives about like, you know, we call space the final frontier, but. The more older I get, the more I start to think time is the final frontier. And in command, the decisions we don't make often weigh heavier than the decisions we made. I think that's a really good speech, a like, philosophical moment there. You know, good. I mean, great set pieces, action, like a good moral, moral quandary about, you know, the board want to join the Federation, but, hey, is this a ruse, is this not – we're sitting around a table, we're talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a really well made episode, that first episode. And then even rolling into the second episode, I think which is also a pretty pretty solid episode, um, like as much as like Q's motivations got muddled, I think John Delancey was on point the entire time. Like, especially in that second episode that episode penance it was like vintage Q with his with his words and his phrasing and and I really thought John Delancey knocked it out of the park you know mm-hmm. but like I expected him to of
0: course of course I I mean I think I've I've said this before but um look man that that season premiere was the bomb.com and the fact that my boy rios was um, a starfleet captain man like that was that was just really cool um yeah yeah
1: i mean i like the dynamic between picard and q in this I, i like their conversation at the end um I don't want to completely like jump all all over because like it, it's so muddled with like and dislike, and how it was because Eric even alluded to the, maybe the message was a little muddled along the way, but I did like the interactions between Picard and Q, so, mm-hmm. I'll say that.
2: Yeah, and they had like the last episode is called Farewell, and they have like a nice touching moment where Picard hugs Q. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Aw, that's sweet.
1: (laughs) And I I mean, I'll say this too. While I didn't necessarily like the execution of it, I did like the, um, the attempt to discuss mental illness because as much as, like, I didn't... I... Highly disliked the end result showing it, <laughs> uh-huh. which I thought was very unnecessary. I do like the the um, the attempt to tell the story, and also in a way, kind of absolve Picard's father as not this old evil bastard or <laughs> you uh, know? or a monster. Yeah, Mm. a literal a literal (laughs) monster. So that was actually pretty good, and I uh, I know you guys, and I still don't, because you had commented on the actor who played Picard's father, and I was sitting there like, I don't understand your reference, (laughs) but James uh, James
2: James Callis. Yeah, but I I liked his portrayal, and
1: I just I, I thought that that was a a good addition. And also, you know, giving Picard a little bit more perspective on, on his childhood and everything. I thought, I don't know, I liked it.
0: Right on. Yeah, I think, um, what, Mon- was it Monsters? Yeah, Monsters Like was one of our higher rated episodes uh, yeah. for the Which season. Which is
2: interesting because I think it's the lowest rated episode of the season on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> it's funny how that works sometimes. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's kinda how it ended up with uh 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 Strange New Worlds for us. Like it was one of like I think like the lower up lower episode lower rated episodes for us, but it was like very well received and highly rated on like IMDB or something like that. So yeah. I mean it evens out, right? It evens out, it's fine. Um Okay. So let's talk about dislikes. What we weren't too crazy about, uh, with this season. And like let's not let's try and not flame it too bad, guys. Okay. I know you might want to at times, like whether it's with this show or others, but like let's try and be a little gracious. Um this is the worst season ever. This is horrible. Um no,
2: like Out
0: of
1: two
2: seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you said it before the season started, Chase. I hope this doesn't turn into just another tapestry, right? Tapestry is my number one best of Picard, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the idea is, you know, given the chance to change things in your past, do you actually change them or not? You know, you can change them, but that might change the person you are in the future and you might not like that person. So you have to learn to accept those things in your past that you might have said, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And like here, you know, Q and Picard have this conversation at the end and they're like, you put the key back, you know, and like without that key there, your mother might have lived, but you chose to accept that. And and it's like, the same message kind of as tapestry. But why did it have to take 10 episodes to tell this story? Like, I'm just really curious about that. Cause like, that's probably my number one dislike about mm-hmm. this season. This is not a 10 episode story. And I said the same thing about discovery a couple weeks ago. They're like the writers and the, the producers were like, we want 13 episodes. And the writers are like, but we have an eight episode story. And Chase was like, you're being generous with your eight episodes. It's more like a five episode story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm thinking here, like the producers are like, we want ten episodes, and the writers are like, we don't have a ten episode story. We have a four episode story, <laughs> maybe five episode story. And the, and the producers are like, make it ten. We're like, the writers are like, we don't have a ten episode story. And so some <laughs> of this just like dragged on like and it really like when you're trying to watch it like week by week it's like man like this is this is dragging and when you're watching it in a binge i mean maybe you could kind of fast forward through some of it here but all right i got i got this episode okay let's go but it's it's just it's drawn out and i don't know why we have the need to do this like we're so fixated on episode count rather than, like, making sure our episodes are all worthwhile.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, even looking at, you know, the House of Mouse, like, with what they're doing right now with, like, there's, you know, there are different properties, right? Like, whether it's, like, Marvel or Star Wars, right? I mean, they're not all the same episode count. Like, I think we had, um, what was it? Like, Obi-Wan was, like, six episodes we've had. Uh, Man, The Mando series, which has been right around eight, I think, all their seasons so far. Like, with, I think, WandaVision and whatnot, like, it's either been, like, I think, uh, eight episodes, it might be ten episodes, might be twelve episodes. Bad Badge is, like, what, thirteen episodes, I think. So, yeah, like, whatever... Whatever, like, the story is, like, just make sure it's a good story. Like, give it enough runway, but not too much runway. Otherwise, why? So, I mean, yeah. I mean, the. I think. The. The Penance episode where we're in the not Mirror universe, wink, wink, um, I can give that one, like, a pass. But, like, when we get to, like, you know, assimilation, um, and I think Watcher and even Fly Me to the Moon for the most part, like, that could have just been, like, one freaking episode. Yeah,
2: may- Fly Me to the Moon and, like, two of one definitely could have been one episode.
0: Like, and, and like, that's maybe one episode. Like, may- maybe one episode. Um, Yeah, there was just, there was this too much runway that was given when it just wasn't necessary at all. Like, I think, Eric, you said at one point um, when we were talking about, like, there's a divergence in the timeline. This thing has to be protected in order for the timeline to, to remain. It's like, okay, great. We did it. Let's go home.
2: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did, right? She's going on the mission. Let's go home.
0: Why are we still here? <laughs> oh, wait. We're eating cell phones now.
1: I guess we got to stop doing that. Chase, it's car batteries, okay?
2: I car. think she ate a cell phone. I'm she did eat a cell car phone. Car batteries. <laughs> yeah. Like, <okay.
1: laughs> one one little snack on a Nokia doesn't make the entire thing about cell phones. Okay. Wait a second.
0: Hold on, guys. If the Borg eat Nokia phones, does that mean they're indestructible now? Oh God.
2: Weren't they indestructible?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Hold on. We're we're '90s kids. We know about them Nokia phones, like. That's Make theft breaks. deterrence right there, right? Like just that thing don't break. Like, archaeologists.
1: Operating system is just a game of snake. Exactly. I digress. Oh boy.
0: So dislikes, huh? Um. On well, Rios, like, like, I I mean seriously though, I, I, they did Rios dirty. Like they made him a captain. They gave him some great opportunity for character growth and then they walked it back like just in a moment and they were setting it up like they were setting the the romance up with teresa up so well to really mirror voyage home and instead of the voyage home it was the voyage stay for for him and like he 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 died like he lived fighting and with a cigar in his mouth like for real like, come on! Like, y'all just like completely just like control Zed his character development Look, this season.
1: She wasn't a marine biologist, you're okay? Right. She had, she, you know, she's like a, she's like a doctor in the Middle Ages. She has no use. there. <laughs> but you're right. They did him dirty.
0: They really did.
1: I'll say some some stuff I didn't like. I, th- I thought the season was very predictable. It was kind of like, almost like... Almost like a... Hey, we're gonna do a grand send-off of all these amazing characters that you know and love. And... We're all sitting here like, okay. I saw that coming. Yeah. I'm sure that was gonna happen. There wasn't really anything... There was no swerve. There was no—I I don't know. It just wasn't. It wasn't as entertaining as I as I think that it was. It was thought to be, and um, they wasted a lot of time. You talk talk about quality of episode. They just wasted a lot of time um, trying to bring forth certain messages, which. I'm not saying is not important. I'm just saying that you could have wrapped up these things quicker, still had the same impact of message that you wanted to put out there, but also produce a much more quality show. Um, and then at the end, I mean, it's like how many how many times did we just say called it again? It just rotates back. How many times did we say we called that? And. Um, that's not intriguing television it's not intriguing entertainment when you already kind of guess what's coming now we can all guess i mean we're relatively educated You, you two are far more educated in this subject than i am but i mean i've watched it all and i've even read some books yes i can read what we talk about it here there's proof but um but yeah it was just it was it was just predictable which unfortunately kind of eventually makes it boring to me sure um I didn't really care about uh
2: evil soon like hey how can we get him in here
1: like, yeah that whole,
2: we, sto- that whole story that whole storyline could have just been cut like a re- yeah. I don't what was the point yeah
0: so you have Brad yeah. Spiner in
2: Yeah, so you you can get Esabrionis in there somehow. Well, I mean In the very beginning
1: in season one, like Isabrionas' character, we were like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be the thing, right? This is for me, I thought this was gonna be the torch pass. Like this was going to be the person that we're gonna like focus
2: on. We really didn't. (laughs) You know? Well, I would argue that that in season one, like Picard is main character one A, and and Soji is main character one B. I argue okay. that they're they're equal. They're equal. It's not like one is above the other. Yeah, no, I, I just I, I kind of meant more like for the
1: going forward, like it would be a, a, sh- a much bigger thing. I mean, the show is obviously called Picard. Picard is always you're right. He's always going to be one A, so to speak, but you could put them on more equal footing and give that character more to do. Um, But yeah, aside from that, I I was just disappointed in how they did the characters. Um, You know, Rios, it was just just kind of a a bit of a waste. It's like, hey, you're from South America and we have a problem in America. Here's your storyline. Have fun with it speak Spanish like not to be too blunt about it but it's like they just kind of threw him in this this thing and, yeah. um, you know Raffi and Seven with their relationship totally cool it's fine but that's all that sort of they had
0: yeah like the you and I did this and Eric might have listened to it but had you not done that audio drama like had we not done that like mm that that would have probably made things a lot more confusing because like what we know, what we know what David and I know right like that kind of helps like add a little bit of layer to understanding right with with how seven and Rafi were in this season but yeah. I mean not everyone's gonna pick up a, an an audio drama
1: and it was short mind you
0: an hour and a half right i think is what it was yeah it was was very short
1: but yeah there was there was really no substance on screen that told us about any sort of advancement in this it's just like well they discovered us you're gonna care because it's here (laughs) you know so but yeah lack of character development kind of see-through plots it doesn't necessarily make for good television hopefully they can turn it around next season
0: so in in like revisiting um some of like the timey-wimey stuff of this season oh I'm,
1: i dislike time stuff too sorry jesus
0: i am still perturbed by the fact that time zero was erased but we had the bus boy from voyage home that was still there
2: no. Okay. So the bus boy put that back into likes. That was awesome. <laughs> like I it's, mean, it's, no, that it's, was it's, like one of the that was the greatest cameo in Star Trek history. <laughs> Boom! I said it. Wow. So I
0: like it, but I don't. Be-
1: hmm. It's because you like Time Zero.
0: I love Time Zero, and like, how can how can that happen if? time zero never happened which preceded anyway it, it, hurts. it makes my head hurt but I so I was talking I remember I was talking to my wife about about this very thing like you have the the Federation you have the Confederation right and we are snapped into the Confederation we take a we take a Confederation ver, version of the La Serena, and we go back to the point where the divergence occurs and the, the, where the divergence occurs is um, Renee getting on the ship and doing the thing. Or, get, or getting into, like, her room to go do the thing, basically. Like, just ensuring that she is on the mission, basically. So, like, back to the future rules, right? Like, we have the photo. Okay, so it's either going to turn into, like, Biff's Wonder Palace. Or it's going to be, like, the freaking, like, timeline that we know of. Well, the thing happened, so the Confederation ship that we took back back to you know 2024 or whatever should, in theory, it should turn into the Federation version of the La Serena, and Times Arrow should be fine. But no, somehow we still were able to keep the lost the Confederation La Serena and all all that stuff intact despite the fact that we kept the timeline intact and times arrow is still a big old question mark and that bugs the crap out of me that we and this is the same this is the same issue that i have with um with uh with khan right in um in the kelvin verse um where You know, there was a point where everything that we knew was intact, and then we had the two parallel splits in time. This is where I I have a problem. Like where we had the like Ricardo Montalban Khan is not a British dude, and I feel like I'm going off the rails on this. But there, there's just like there's too much divergence, and like I that's like just bugging the crap out of me, and it's it's mainly. Mainly the times arrow thing because I love that story so dang much, and it's just front and center, and we're just throwing it in the garbage, and I hate that.
2: Yep. <sighs> I'll tell you another one of my big dislikes, and I've kind of already talked about it a little bit, and that is Q and his motivation here. Okay. Sure. He said, "I'm doing this to help Picard, right? I want to help you." But like how is he helping? Like he's like he's helping him like forgive himself for blaming him his, his mother's death on himself. Okay. That's fine. But like at one point Q says, "Show them a world of their own making and naturally they blame you." Okay? So he's essentially saying that this confederation world was created by your actions things you did but then when we go to the past q is interfering with everything like he is like acting as renee picard's therapist trying to convince her that she shouldn't go on this mission which is like the direct divergence in time when that doesn't work he then goes and finds adam sung and tries to like get him to somehow stop the mission or stop Renee. so he is interfering in everything so like how is it a world of their own making like when he is directly like trying to influence events in the past that's one question I have that to me doesn't make a lot of sense and I guess the other thing is Q wanted Picard Jean-Luc Picard to like Go back into his own memories and remember correctly now what happened with his mother. But the only reason they went back, they went into Jean-Luc Picard's mind and he even discovered that was because Adam Sung ran him over with a car, right? So, like, had that not happened, that couldn't have been Q's plan, right? Take, get Adam Sung involved, have him run Jean-Luc Picard over with a car. Like, had that not happened, like, how was this whole situation, this whole setup, supposed to get us back into Picard's memories so he could, like, now remember correctly instead of having it being this unreliable narrator of his past? Like, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh uh-uh. Good talk everyone. I mean, does any does that does anybody else have a problem with this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No.
1: I think I think it's a fair assessment.
0: So, let's let's keep on trucking. So, we've talked about what we liked and what we weren't too crazy about. Well, now that we're like I said, we're a little removed from when this this was on the air, and we were doing it week to week How does this this season fare in general? You know, now that we're not watching it week to week, we have the whole product, right? The whole season. Does this season um, improve? Does it get worse? Um, Something else. What do we think?
1: I don't think it improves. Um, I'll 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 just be the first to say it. Nobody has to agree. It's cool. I would never watch a season again I have it has zero rewatchability for me I saw it I came I saw threw up a few times (laughs) I started trying again and I may or may not have threw up a third time it wasn't a good season overall like and and I know the next thing is talking about ratings and everything so I won't like bull straight bull run into the next thing but, like, looking at the overall, I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, no, 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 no. No. It, it, it just, it, it, it wasn't very cohesive. And, you know, now that Eric just kind of went through his whole thing there, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. Wait a minute. <laughs> and, and it, and it, 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 it does kind of get, like, uber nitpicky mm-hmm. from, from from there. So... Is it better now that everything's going or out? Do I look back on it fondly? No. I mean, I, I, I will never, probably never want to watch the season again unless I'm feeling very generous. It was... It's not meant to last, folks.
2: Yeah, I I... I think I agree with David. Like it definitely doesn't get better right now that I have the whole picture. Like I'm, I'm much more confused now that I have the whole picture. Like I should be confused when I'm like trying to piece it together week by week. Cause they're building like up some mysterious some conclusion. But now that I have the conclusion, I just have so many questions cause I don't think the pieces fit together all that well. Um, I could definitely go back and rewatch the first episode like I think I think there's enough there like from like an ethical dilemma and and some philo- philosophy and some good action set pieces to to have to make me want to watch the first episode. But yeah, it gets really muddled after that. And it's I'm looking at my ratings here and like It's pretty – if you look at, like, episode three through nine, it's pretty – our ratings are pretty consistent. Like, you know, like, they're all basically right in the same area. Chase, like, three weeks in a row gave the same rating. (laughs) 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 It's it's pretty consistent, and, and it's not, like, consistently good. It's not consistently terrible, but it's just consistently meh. And, like, I, you know, I found myself wanting to, like, fast forward this whole thing on a binge to try to get through it. I'm like, all right, all right, uh, double, double X, 2X. <laughs> right? Like, this guy can skip this part. Right, right.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with David also. Like, I just, I wasn't crazy about this season. And it just, it sucks because of, like how good, the premiere was. Like, j- like it got me like, like it gave me like that, that I guess the fall like a false sense of security or something. I don't know,
2: man. I think I think we all had high hopes for this season after we the did. first episode. We did.
0: And um, yeah. and Doug Drexler, um, mm-hmm. who's been working on like truck productions forever. I think I'd, I'd mentioned to y'all at one point like, that he was saying like, just just watch the first episode. Just watch the first episode. Give it a shot. Because like people were burned by the first season of Picard. Like, like he's just like, watch the first episode. And I think Eric was like, well that's 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 optimistic right there. Just watch the first episode. <laughs> but yeah, like mm, I think somehow in rewatching it, it gets worse. So I mean I don't want to completely flame it, but I mean, this, I mean, it wasn't good. But there are good moments in this in this season. Um, you know, like anytime we're on the Stargazer, it's good, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Monsters was a pretty good episode, like a re- pretty good character study, um, I think. Um, so you I mean you have good stuff, and you have like minutia that you have to kind of like sift through, but. Yeah, like, you just... No. Just, no. Like, this this, this season just isn't for me, and... Uh, like we were kind of, like, talking about, like, you could watch, like, four or five episodes of this thing, and... That'd be it. That'd be all you need. Just watch four episodes. I'd probably say... Uh, what? Stargazer. Penance. Um... Maybe Assimilation. Um, monsters. And um, farewell. And I think that that'd be all you need, maybe. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into the ratings. The overall rating now that um, we're not doing this week to week. Just looking at this, um, the stargazer, like we've said several times, that was our highest rated um, episode of this season. Eric gave it a 9, so did David, and I gave it a 9, too. Um, and just like looking at all of our ratings, um, the um, Eric's average rating was a 7.38, David was a 7.48, and um, mine uh, was a 7.51. So basically, Eric it was a 7.4, David was a 7.5, and I was a 7.5. So, um, looking back on the season, and based on what we've talked about, um, would you change it? Would it be higher? Would it be lower? Um, let's let's hear some thoughts.
2: Well, you know, last week when we were reviewing Prodigy, I said, this is an example of like the whole being better than the sum of the parts. While the individual episodes were good, when you put them together, like the, I rated it higher than the average of my episodes. this is this is kind of the opposite. like, I, none of the my episode ratings are downright awful right like yeah I got a couple of 6.5s and a 6.6 but like I've rated some discovery episodes way worse than that I've rated yeah. some lower decks episode, I've rated some lower decks episodes way worse than that like let's be honest um <laughs> there's there's only one episode of this that is in our bottom 10 like of our rank of our all all the episodes we've rated over the past year there's only one episode from this season that's in the bottom 10 so I mean I think that says something but like yeah I would not give this season as a whole a 7.4 rating <laughs> um, but I don't think I'd give it like a 6 that's harsh because um, like Jay said there are good moments Sprinkled throughout here, there are things that can be enjoyed. I think I might just give the season as a whole a seven, right? Because, like I said, I do think it starts out fantastic, and there are enjoyable moments and little pearls that you can find buried if you sift really hard to try and find them.
1: If you're out <laughs> panhandling for gold. <laughs> yeah. Ready to get that little little gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is tough. Because, uh, yeah, the, some of the parts don't really add up for me either. And I think that there were times when, uh, I'll be honest, I think some of these ratings maybe benefit a, a little bit from the benefit of the doubt. It got some of the benefit of the doubt a little bit at times, too um because uh, this is this just isn't a season I want to overthink anymore um basically a seven five is what I had for an average uh, I mean, I just made the statement that I would never watch this season again, which, I mean, if we're just going purely academically,
2: I, I just can't give it a seven.
1: That's just that's just crazy. There, that's a passing score, professors. No, Come on, professors. You got to get a
2: seventy-five to pass my
1: class. Well, I'm glad that you're tougher on these on these people, whatever age group you are now doing. <laughs> <laughs> because I never asked exactly what your age group was, because I am somewhat attentive at late later times of the night when we record. I'm sorry, Eric. One day, one day I'll pay complete attention to everything everyone says. But it is not this day. Twelve o'clock at night. But
2: today is not that. But day it day. is
1: not this day. Um, look, I, I'm gonna go a little bit below a seven, but not too much because I, I you know, I I don't want to like. I, I just don't want to like flame it too hard. But at the same time. Yeah, maybe there are some nuggets in there that are that aren't too bad. Uh but overall it doesn't work. It doesn't work as a season like a coherent season. So, I'm going to give it the old 6.9 Chase Special. Mm. So
0: there we go. The Chase Special. The Chase Special. Wow. Wow. Now now I almost feel pressured to give it a, give, you know, the Chase Special. Yeah.
1: Goodness. <laughs> well, the old—it just depends on the season because, like, Discovery Chase Special is like what a four, four point two. <laughs> yeah, whatever
2: we rated that. Oh
0: no. Hold on, how many fours did I give? Wow, I gave out one two. I gave out two fours and three fives. Wow. Man, I'm feeling a little nostalgic right now, guys. Maybe I should do that just for funsies, just for just for the heck of it. <sighs> it's like the bookends are the things that I like, but all the stuff in the middle, no. Um, see in, see, Eric is very generous with his, his grade of being able to pass his class with a 75%. If you get less than an 82%, you don't pass. Yeah. How about them apples? Eighty-two or below, you fail the class. So, um I'm there folks are already failing mine, or this this season's already failing with a seventy five for crying out loud. Um Man, what do I want to give it? I mean you're talking like Let's just do some simple math real quick. How about that? Like, let, let's let the math decide.
1: Be be brave, Chase. Be
0: brave. I don't want to be brave. Okay. So, I just took my two highest um, and averaged them. That's 8.15. And that's for Stargazer... And uh,
2: farewell. You mean your, your two highest rated episodes? Those are my
0: two highest rated episodes. Yeah, an 8. I, point- don't,
2: I don't think so. You have a 9 and
0: a 9.2. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm looking at the bookends. That's what I'm looking at. <sighs> I think I'm going to give the, the score that everyone wants to give, but they're too afraid to. Y'all ready for
1: this? Oh
2: wow. oh, wow. Wow. Who would have thought I would have had the highest score? <laughs> like, I did not see that coming when we started this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, Boy. man, Chase, from your average, you had the highest average, and you gave it the lowest overall score. Yeah. I think you should say what that score is to the the audience. Because, like, we saw it. Say it. You didn't didn't tell the audience.
0: The guys are trying to to force my hand. This is Captain's prerogative. I don't have to tell anyone anything right now. (laughs) Gave it a 6.5. 6.5. This was just not good. Like, there were two, three episodes out of ten. So 30%. Of the season was good. Basically, maybe 40% of it was good, but the other 60%. You can't pass on 40%. You can't do that. Don't math me, Eric. I see you. I see you hovering on stuff. Don't math me.
2: I'm not. I'm just looking.
0: Don't use your damp <laughs> sign curve, okay? Like, you know, we got time for that. Nerd
1: fight. Nerd fight. <laughs> Nerd.
0: <laughs> Revenge of the nerds here we go <laughs> um no but that's 6.5 is what I'm doing so anyway that's it that's it for Picard I'm I'm really ho- I, look I know I know we've we've had words about Picard season two but I want this to be good and I want season three to end well. I do. I never, ever want the metaphorical pilot of a plane to, you know, crash it, okay? I never want that to happen. I want us to have a good flight and get from point A to point B safely. So whether that's politics, that's TV shows, that's whatever. Like, I just want us to, I want the plane to be safe. I want us to have a good, safe flight. And if, you know, we run low on gas, okay, cool, let's make it to the nearest airport. We can gas up and know keep on going but I really hope Picard season three sticks the landing that it's a really satisfying ending even if it does bring back the gang from next-gen so do y'all want to get onto the the uh, you know the most important part of the show Twitter poll. let's go on to the Twitter poll <whistles> all right gang so I asked the people of the Twitter this very very important question you ready for this If you could replace Picard with any other captain in Star Trek Picard Season 2, who would it be? The options are Sisko, Janeway, Archer, or Kirk. If you could replace Picard with any other captain in Star Trek Picard Season 2, who would it be? Sisko, Janeway, Archer, or Kirk?
2: I mean, are we trying to tell the same story just (laughs) <laughs> like, like cut sure. out Picard and yeah. put something in his yeah, place. copy and paste sure. <laughs> cut and paste. Uh,
0: copy cut. It's, yeah, it's fine.
2: Man, I would love to see Kirk like go to like the Confederation and like be like, I ain't messing with this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> rips his shirt. And then when he goes back in time, like we've seen Kirk go back in time. You know, we, we know what he's going to do. Uh, so I'd want to see something different, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, I mean, we know what Cisco did when Q showed up, right? Boom. Punched him in the face. That's right. I mean, we've also seen Cisco go back in time to the similar time period, and it was pretty fantastic. Mm. I, you know, I just want more Cisco, right? I'm going to answer Cisco. I know that's probably not the winner of this poll, okay. but man, I just want to see Cisco on my screens again, and okay. maybe that's gonna happen. Although I highly doubt it.
0: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>
1: what about you, David? Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with Cisco too. Like, you know. I, I love Archer. I just think he'd be far too confused. <laughs> and uh Kirk, yeah. yeah, we all know what he's gonna do. He's gonna go get pizza. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's got. I, I would. I would say Cisco. Okay.
0: we got a comment on this poll. Wow. Um. At Corey Owens said, "It's a story about time travel. If Cisco doesn't return in or after season three, I'm calling for riots." So it sounds like he's voting, voting Cisco on this one. Um, all right, let's 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 go to the results. Coming in in last place, with 7.7 percent of the vote, our boy from Iowa, Kirk. All right. Coming in in third place, it's been a long road playing water polo, Archer. All right, coming down to our runner-up with 23.1% of the vote. Janeway, which means our winner with 53.8% of the vote is Cisco.
2: Wow. wow, that's a beat down. I got one right. I, man, I haven't got one of these right in a while. I had a good big long streak there. I haven't got one of these right in a while. Now I'm back on my winning ways. Welcome back
0: Eric, welcome back bud. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of um, surveys and, and uh, what not, um we will be doing our um our TRTV awards um here on um, august the 5th Um, it'll be streaming on our facebook uh, page as well as on twitch so uh, make sure that you pay attention to our socials um you know for when we go live and whatnot uh, we'd love to have you tune in but in the meantime we need you to vote uh we have the ballot that's been pinned to um, our, uh, our uh, Twitter page, right, Twitter account, Twitter page, whatever, um, as well as um, our Facebook uh, page, our Facebook group, and um, anyways, if you've seen it, make sure you share it with the other Trekkie friends, um, and make sure you vote, uh, voting will close um, the day before, um, so it will be closing on um, August the 4th um, in the evening, so by the time that we start uh, recording um, we usually record these episodes on Thursdays so by the time we start recording um, voting will stop so please make sure that you do that so that we have plenty of time to get the video um, packages and the awards and everything put together for our show when we go live on August 5th so um, check us out there guys thank you as always for being gluttons for punishment and talking Trek with me it's always a pleasure I think no it is it's, it's definitely a pleasure
2: what's up what's up next
0: Dude, what is up next? We're going to be talking Strange New Worlds next, and then we're going to bring it on home uh, the following week in preparation for uh, Lower Deck season three, right? Season three? Yeah, season three. Um, so we'll be doing um, our recap, our retrospective of Lower Deck season two. So yeah, we have we have Strange New Worlds, and then Lower Decks, and then uh, we may take brief break since we've been doing this for, you know, 60 million weeks in a row.
2: Yeah, right. A long, long time in a row. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, there probably won't be a break. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, guys, gang, everyone, listener land folks, thank you so, so very, very much. We'd love to hear your thoughts on, um, you know, now that we're several months um, removed from Star Trek Picard, like, what do you think of the show? Like, does it get better? Is it like a fine wine? It gets better with age or... Is it like milk where it doesn't? Um, we would love to know. Let us know. Um, you know, can, you can interact with us on all the things, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check us out, trtvpod.com. Uh, learn more about us there. You can also send us an email by opening up hailing frequencies and entering in coordinates, trtvpod at gmail.com. You can also send us a voice-only transmission eight one seven seven five two 817-752-4757. There is a time limit for the Borg start. Doing weird things like making us eat car batteries so please help us out um other than that if you want to mail us something like rios's captain's chair i would personally love that i need a new chair by the way lone star station p.o box 2455 Azle, texas 76098 everyone thank you so much for tuning in and as always remember to boldly go and make it so